What's up, guys? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. All right, guys, so we're six episodes in, and we are reaching that point, I think, where um, the COVID is going to kind of interfere and the filming will be stopped. Um, They're kind of showing these, like, random blurbs um, of... I mean, they showed, like, Hoda from Good Morning America... And um, her talking about the early stages of COVID, which I guess none of us were really paying attention to in the beginning. Um, uh, We'll get to that in just a second. But I just want to say that um, we're probably looking at like 16 episodes, I think. I'm not exactly sure. I'm going to do some research for you guys. Um, 16 total with the reunion and everything. If what Shannon and Tamara had said over the summer was true. Um, if not, I could be totally lying and making that up, but I will figure it out for you guys and report back to you. So first off, I want to say that I am super happy for Kelly that she has found Rick, uh, Rick. <laughs> but I don't know what it is about this. I've talked to a couple of you guys about this, but he just kind of creeps me out. Um, and I can see that she's really happy and, you know, uh, I don't know. He just gives me like creepy, like vibes. I don't know what it is, um, looks or just like he just has like this weird like death stare and um I don't know it just kind of creeps me out but anyways I'm really happy for Kelly and I hope that um she's really um I wish her you know a successful marriage with him and um yeah all that good stuff all right so I know that Shannon didn't really give Bronwyn a heads up that like hey there's going to be tequila at this party or whatever just there's going to be alcohol in general um Bronwyn was the, or Shannon was the first person that Bronwyn had confided in basically in, within her friend group about being an alcoholic and having an issue. And so I think one, it probably wasn't the best idea for Bronwyn to even go to Shannon's party. Um, just because, I mean, she said at the party, there was a lot of tequila and it's a trigger for me. And so it probably wasn't the best idea for her to go in general because she knew there was going to be alcohol there. Um, and she's just, you know, 30 days sober is, is, it's a short time, you know, I mean, regardless, it is an accomplishment, but it's still a short amount of time. So, um, I don't think she should have gone, but I do feel like Shannon should have given her the heads up. Um, and this is the part of Shannon that I just really don't like. I feel like she has that shadiness to her. Um, and also I feel like she's all about the show and what looks good on the show. Um, and she's just kind of lost that mentality of reality. Basically. I thought it was interesting, um, learning about Elizabeth's past with her friendships, only because, I mean, she's been kind of, you know, she had a pre- previous marriage where she inherited a lot of money from, and then she, you know, obviously she probably lost it for a while, and then she gained it again just from working and everything. Um, but it was interesting for her to confide in, um, you know, and kind of share with us as audience members um, how, you know, people, you know, they're a lot, they're, you have lots of friends when you have money, and then, you know, your real friends show when you don't have money, you know? And she obviously, those people weren't real friends to her. So I thought that was really interesting to share. Um, and just, I, I have to say so far, I've just really enjoyed learning about Elizabeth. I think she's really cool. Um, there's something about her charisma and her energy that's like not too, she doesn't come off as like a strong, like a, um, like when Bronwyn came on the show, she was like head over heels, like in the show and like just, um, in the fast lane, whereas like Elizabeth is very like, you know, taking her steps lightly, but she's also sharing with us. It kind of reminds me of Leah from New York. If you guys watch New York, um, it, it, uh, she doesn't come off as strong, but she just, she says just the right amount of things for you to just kind of get to know her easily and like her. 
And I just think she fits in really well with this group specifically. All right, so remember back in like January, February, I know like take your minds to the early part of 2020. Um, let's just talk about when we couldn't buy toilet paper anywhere, where we, when we couldn't buy hand sanitizer anywhere, bleach wipes, whatever it was, you know, like when there was a shortage on like everything. Shannon was literally that bitch who probably bought out the entire grocery store. And like those people drove me crazy because honestly, looking back guys, now that we're in what, November, almost December to the end of 2020, what did depleting our stock at the grocery store of toilet paper and hand sanitizer, what did that really do? How did that, how did that really prevent COVID? <laughs> like, I don't think that really did anything um, besides cause panic and paranoia. And um, I just have to say that, um, you know, we, we know this, we know that Shannon is a hypochondriac. We know that she's like crazy sometimes. Um, but I just want to remind you guys that she was that bitch at the grocery store that took all our shit. <laughs> Speaking of Shannon being that bitch. Um, so we had a dinner where it was couples dinner with Elizabeth, Gina, and Shannon and their um, significant others. But um, I just have to say, I think Shannon is so messy for telling the group that Gina went to AA with Bronwyn. I thought that was so messy of Shannon to just bring that up. And um, the reason I say that is because over the seasons, I feel like Shannon is trying to keep her place on the show. Um, and I think in keeping her place on the show, she has to create this friction with the group, whether it be lying to, lying about what she said to Bronwyn, which I do am now, I, I do am more now, I'm, why, why can't I speak? I'm more on Bronwyn's side with that now than I am with Shannon, just because I, I just started to not believe her. But I think she's trying to keep her place on the show because nothing is really interesting happening in her life other than the fact that she's just crazy. And um, I mean, we don't need to see her with, you know, a new boy. Like, I, I don't know. It's just not interesting enough. Like, I feel like we, we need something, you know, we need, um, we either need new faces, new few, like we just, we, I don't know. I'm just over Shannon. I feel like they should have gotten rid of her and like the Trace Amigas all together. Um, I mean, obviously keep Tamara, but I don't know, like there, we just need something new because I'm just sick of Shannon, you know, be, trying so hard to like stay relevant on the show. Like I feel like it's getting annoying at this point and this last episode was totally proving it for me. I also thought it was very interesting to, um, you know, uh, by the way, props to Kelly for, you know, her work on her beverage line. I think that's a great accomplishment, whatever anybody wants to say. Vicky, whatever she has to say about it. Um, you know, she invested a lot of money in it and it looks like she's working really hard on it. I have seen it in Target and I actually think I've seen it in Walmart too. Um, I do want to try it though because I just am curious to try it. But um, it was interesting for me that, you know, Kelly went into a little bit of like the businesses that are being now affected by COVID. She kind of gave us a little sprinkle of it because she was saying that the convention that she went to last year was what had made her a lot of money, you know, because she got the word out more and she was excited about the product. Whereas this year she wasn't able to do that convention. So she was at a loss and, um, I can hundred percent relate. I mean, if you guys know me, I'm a business owner, um, business owner and manager, and, um, my business suffered a lot during COVID. I mean, my mom and I were debating closing just because, uh, government assistance is just, you know, was shit. You know, we, we don't, we, we couldn't afford to get in any more debt. And I, I don't think people realize like 
the severity of of how bad it was just because I think most people were working from home and um, they were able to get paid. But, um, you know, a lot of small businesses, self-employed people in, especially in California, there's a lot. And all those people were, you know, affected deeply. Um, and I could relate with Kelly. I mean, obviously she's still getting paid from the show. She has an income from that and probably other things, social media sponsors, whatever. But if she's saying she invested half a million dollars or a quarter million dollars, whatever she had said, in this business, she's definitely at a loss. If she's not able to promote that, then how is she supposed to get the word out? So regardless of what you guys want to say, I completely relate with her. I understand her position. Um, obviously, she probably has more money uh, than me, so but um, so she's okay. Um, but I just want to say I relate to that. All right, I'm going to say it. Dr. Deb is fucking weird. I don't know what, like, what is going on with her. I, I don't know. Um, I, I just, every time, every time I see her on camera, like, I'm like, I feel like she's on something and I'm like, or just in general, like, I feel like she's just weird. And I'm just like, what, like, why is she being filmed? Like, I don't know. She just kind of weirds me out. But her relationship with Bronwyn, um, is very interesting. And I, I feel for Bronwyn a lot because I, I kind of know what she's going through without talking too much about my personal life. I kind of understand, um, a little bit of what she deals with and um all i can say is she puts on a very brave face on camera for that so props to her okay so when um the housewives were traveling to bronwyn's um vow renewal in palm springs they were on the bus and i think that gina or no not gina emily and shannon were talking about um in, i don't even know they were talking about their feud and how it even started and then uh emily had said like well i'm still blocked by shannon on instagram and then they made this whole big thing about how, you know, Shannon was going to unblock her. I, first of all, I think it's so absolutely ridiculous when housewives block each other. It, uh, you know, it happens on Atlanta a lot. Um, and I'm probably sure it happens on Beverly Hills too. And I, I don't know, it happens on all the franchises. Um, and I just think it's absolutely ridiculous because if you guys think about it, like these are coworkers, like they, they work with each other, they're friends or whatever. But, um, like, why are you going to block each other? Like, I just think it's so petty and stupid. I feel like that's something you do when you're, like, 18 and you're, like, mad at your friend or something. I don't know. But, like, these women are, like, in their 40s, 50s, some of them. And I just think it's just ridiculous because it's, like, then, you know, they're they're going to work out their feud eventually. I don't think that they need to block each other. Maybe unfollow. But block is just such a, like, like, why do you need to block them from even looking at your profile? Like, I just think it's so stupid. It's really um, weird to kind of watch the vow renewal um, for Bra for Roman and Sean, and then kind of know their current status now. Um, I did think it was kind of ironic, funny, whatever you want to call it, that Shannon had said, you know, the the cursed vow renewal, and then they kind of showed Vicky with with Don years ago, and then they showed Shannon with David. Like I thought that was funny and kind of ironic, but um, but yeah, it's kind of almost cringy to watch like the Valerie Noel and then know like their current status as of today and how they're separated I guess um so I don't know I just like they seem like a good couple but I don't know there's something off about them and maybe we'll get to learn more about it as the months go on but yeah it just seems kind of weird and I was a little it was like kind of cringy for me to be honest <laughs> all right to wrap this up a little bit um and to continue my point of Shannon being ridiculous um <laughs> Like she, I, she had to have said like four or five, four, four or five times like during the vow renewal, 
that Kelly was Kelly had accused her of copying her business. Like what? Like this is not the time or place to go around and tell all the women. And then she walks up to all the women at the end and is like, "Did you hear what Kelly said about me and my business and this and this and that?" It's like, why the fuck are you talking about this at the vow renewal? And then it's like, she she didn't just say it once. Like she was she was talking to John about it, and she went on and on and on. And then she went over to the women and was talking to them about it. And it's like. It, it, I don't know. Not the time, nor the place. And then, obviously, I, I mean, I just hope Kelly gives it to her because I'm on Kelly's side with that. I think that was ridiculous for her to bring that up at the Valerie Noel and then keep kind of going around and spreading that. I just, it's nobody's business. And um, just talk to Kelly one on one about it. Like, who gives a shit? I don't, I don't know what the big deal is. Well, my friends, we have reached the end of this reaction. I hope you liked it. Um, interesting season ahead, um, and I'm looking forward to seeing how the filming goes on during covid um yeah should be interesting all right talk to you guys later thank you guys so much for listening if you liked it please subscribe so you know when the new episodes are here as always send me a voice message if you have any questions or any drama you'd like me to address follow me on instagram at aj jafari for updates on the podcast until next time this was housewives happy hour with aj